Welcome to the Elder Hour podcast, where we discuss the history of plants from a magical perspective. We'll be exploring the history, lore, and mystical properties of a new plant every single week. I'm your host, Juliette Diaz, an indigenous Taino bruja and seer from a long line of medicine women and men. I have a master's of science in herbal medicine, best-selling author of witchery, Embrace the Witch Within, and founder of Plant Coven. And I'm your host, Chelsea Selby, owner of occult bath and body brand Witch Baby Soap, college-educated holistic health practitioner, and lifelong witch. Today we'll be discussing elderberry, scientific name Sambucus. Sambucus is a genus of flowering plants in the family of Adoxaceae or Adoxaceae. The various species are commonly called elder or elderberry. The genus was formerly placed in the honeysuckle family but was reclassified due to genetic comparison to plants in the genus Adoxa. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Honeysuckle. That makes a lot of sense, actually. It does. So, uh, elder is associated with a lot of different goddesses. Uh, it's associated with Hulda, Venus, mother goddess figures, Frau Halle, um, and mother elder. And then later, in Christian times, it was associated with Mother Mary. Mother Mary. I actually didn't know that one. Yeah, so it has a very, very strong background. We're going to start with the Celtic background for Elder. So it represents the 13th month of the Celtic tree calendar and is the darkest time of the year associated with death and the crone. In Celtic lore is associated with elves. Mm. Holda is the queen of the elves she is known for rolling with a squad of rabbits and fairies <laughs> torch wielding rabbits what? yeah um she's a weather spirit responsible for changes in the weather which i think is very interesting it is interesting because, uh elder can make you sweat yes that's exactly what i was just gonna bring up uh she provides she presides over the transitions of life and death So one thing to talk about when it comes to elder is that this is not, even though it's Venusian in nature, this tree is not the loving aspects of Venus. Mm -hmm. It's more of like the the transitions of life as a as a woman. Yes. Um, or any like, you know, femme person. Mm Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it also holds a gives and takes fertility. So she can be very cruel or she can be very helpful. Right. Well, that's what elderberry does. Yeah. It could be very helpful in aiding when there's something wrong with you, like cold, flu, inflammation, things like that. And then... It could be very cruel because it also really detoxes and gets rid of everything through a painful process. Yeah, which is just like the weather. Yes. This is the interesting part, part yes. about it is, uh, you know, she could water your lands or she could flood them. Yes. And going back to you said the 13th. Yeah. Um, in indigenous culture, the 13th holds a lot of wisdom for anyone who's born on that day. I was born on Friday the 13th. So you're supposed to get smacked with elderberry, yeah. not smacked, but they do whip you kind of like the elder branches and the berries bless that yeah. person so that it 
does promote um, wisdom and luck throughout your life for being born on that day. So there's things that are kind of connected. Yeah. Well, here's one thing that I found out that I thought was really interesting and I couldn't wait to talk about it on this podcast. So she's in a Mother Holly Grimm's fairy tale Mm. and two girls roughly wander into her realm. Uh, One is very respectful and she, you know, grants this girl with uh, rewards and other things. Mm -hmm. But the one who is lazy, (laughs) she... The lazy, um, disrespectful girl gets showered in shit. It was. Yeah. Why? In the groom's fairy tale. I don't awful. know. <laughs> um, so Holda can also appear as a beautiful blonde mm. or crone. And then later, which we'll get into uh, the aspects of Elder in Christianity, uh, later Holda was demonized by Christianity as a demon witch goddess who was a danger to children and that she was it used to be rumored that if you didn't baptize your children Holda was gonna attack your your babies but that's also so in indigenous culture also like when we have our stories about the trees obviously we see them as being alive because they are Uh so the elderberry tree it's known for it's actually really poisonous. Yeah. Especially if you don't cook it. So in lore, there's stories of how the same thing, if a person were to go up to it and it was a good hearted person and it was a person that worked hard, the elderberry would bless that person with all of its good properties. Yeah. And then there's lore where if it was an evil person and that person hurt other children or hurt anybody else in their life, it would poison them and kill them on the spot. Then you get a shit storm. Yes. <laughs> So it's interesting that you say that because also in like Northern European, Nordic and Celtic uh, lore, this tree was believed to, believed to have witches' spirits yes. in it. It was known as the witch tree. Yes. And that also Elder is believed to be a portal. So burning any of its components can be a way to connect to other realms mm-hmm. too. So it has that very like transition aspect of life and death that portal that you know other worlds yes so we have there's a tribe um the Miwok they call elderberry Anyata Iyo and they'll put it burn it in like um their sweat lodges to kind of travel into another portal with other herbs but it's one of their main components where they burn the bark the flower the whole elderberry and the berries um another thing that people believed in uh that area is that witches could turn into elder trees as if they did like cats or rabbits Mm, that's interesting yeah so people i would want to be an elder tree um and unlike so so elder is also a tree that favors people that likes people Mm -hmm. unlike elm that does not like to be around people right the elder tree is supposed to be here to help humanity Mm -hmm. and has a very close relationship with humanity i thought it was interesting um people think that or people used to think maybe some people still do think this i don't know but 
people would think that if an elder grew near your house, that the souls of the loved ones would stay within the elder tree. So it was basically blasphemy to cut the tree down because it held all of the house spirits. Right. That's interesting. And apparently you should also plant this to the east. Yes, I've heard of that too. Traditionally. It's also the same thing with indigenous culture to the east. Yeah, so it was it was like woven throughout, you know, pagan Europe. Uh, it was used by the Vikings a lot. Hulda, the the queen of the elves, was uh, supposedly she led the the wild hunt with Odin. Her feast day is on the winter solstice. Um, so then. When Christianity started to take over Europe, Elder became a big conflict mm-hmm. where uh, it was also demonized by the patriarchy. Rumors were spread that the de- devil would visit you if you burned Elder in your fireplace. Right. Mm-hmm. Or anywhere. Yeah. Um, they said that the branches were used to whip Jesus. Judas hung himself from an elder tree also, supposedly. That I did not know. And that the cross that Jesus was was nailed to was rumored to be an elder tree also. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So. Um, so it does hold a really strong history. Yeah. So it has a very, very deep history in not only pagan culture, but also Christian culture. Yeah. And indigenous culture as well. Yeah. Which, and it's kind of like they match up. They really do. Yeah. They match up in what it does and what it doesn't do for certain people. Um, it's really symbolic. Yeah. It, it just, it's interesting the way it tells us the same story, you know, ultimately the way. tree tells the story. Yes. Like regardless of what culture it is, The tree is always the one telling the story. So after that, you know, it became associated with Mary because people did not want to let go of their use of elder. It was obviously very helpful for colds and healing kids, especially before antibiotics, antiviral medication. It was the original antibiotic. So, um, so... Lots of Native cultures, um, Native Americans, this is something that they usually have on a daily basis. This is what they were used to having, just to keep from their immune system strong, um, to fight away cold and flu. They turn it into syrups, to, into juices. Um, a lot of the tribes, too, use it as dye mm-hmm. for their grass when they were doing weaving and things like that. But it's really a staple in a lot of the diets of native people and native cultures i grew up with elderberry and all of the foods my mom would make jams because i didn't like the way the syrup tasted when i was younger she didn't really put honey in it (laughs) she skipped (laughs) the honey part um but anything anytime like in tea um juices and you said that you put it in smoothies right yeah so um my daughter is incredibly picky so i freeze tea and then i have little ice cubes and I put them in all of our smoothies. That's really smart. Yeah, so um, do you want us to share the recipe on here? Yeah, like the elderberry? Share. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave the recipes in our show notes. Yeah, so I do have a really good um, elderberry recipe that's super simple for you guys to 
to recreate and it's really powerful you could have it every day and it's supposed to just boost your immune system and the winter time it's like the staple in my home and my kids love it so now we're going to discuss the medical uses of elder okay so elderberry has a lot of high antioxidants it has a lot of zinc vitamin c iron potassium um, it's high in fiber, a good source of flavonoids. So pretty much it's proven, even scientifically. I have some studies here where, let me get to this. 60 people took 15 milliliters of elderberry four times a day um, who had influenza. And by day two, they started showing signs of being better. And by day four... It was like 70% of them yeah. feeling much better. Actually, when I was getting ready for this podcast, I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna study the elderberry leading up to the podcast. And the universe was like, fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter got this reoccurrent fever, uh, which was not the flu. We went to the doctor twice, so I definitely know it was not the flu. Mm-hmm. But... It ju- her fever just would not go away. Uh, the doctor told us there's like this, you know, this fever virus going around mm-hmm. where as soon as you think the fever is gone, it comes back. That's awful. Yeah. So she was out of school for almost a whole week. Mm. And we were just like, I was chugging elderberry tea for a week straight. I was making her those smoothies with the elderberry in them. It was nonstop elderberry hour in the whole time in our house for a week. So sometimes, if you really want something, the universe is going to be like, you got to be careful what you ask for. Application. That's some big witch shit right there. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I wanted to know, but not like this. Yeah, so it's actually been known also to fight cancer. Um, The European and American elder. That is. Um, fights bacteria like um, sinusitis. How, mm-hmm. <laughs> did I say it correctly? In yeah. Spanish, we say sinusitis. So I'm used to saying it in Spanish. Sinus infection. And bronchitis. So this is really important to me because growing up, I was prone. I don't know if there's such a thing, but I always had bronchitis every year. Mm-hmm. And elderberry was something that really made me feel better within a couple of days. And my mom, instead of you know taking me to the doctor for a prescription or inhalers, this is what we were given um, as our natural antibiotic. Also, now I do have lupus. I was diagnosed last year, mm-hmm. and I take it every day, one teaspoon every day, because it's supposed to help with my inflammation and my autoimmune um, disease. So it's I've noticed if I skip it for a few days, I do feel a difference. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when you get on a regimen with something, you could definitely you see notice right away. Absence, you know. So. This next one, I found out from a personal experience. I ate something. I think it was um, sushi. I love Japanese food. I love sushi. Um, But something went wrong. I think I had um, food poisoning. And it was just days, probably like the sixth day, my stomach was still feeling awful, like if something was scraping my insides. Uh Um, And I started taking um, just the berry and the bark, I'm not going to give the, you know, you need to look this up yourself and kind of do that work. Um, We'll note it in our description if I could find it and give it to you guys. But it does work as a detox. Like it increases urination. Yeah. 
and increases the sweat process of your body mm-hmm. in one day. What took me six days on medication to get better when I started this just for one day, everything came out. Yeah, that's, I was super amazed by that. That's one thing that I noted about um, elder is it does have purgative qualities. Yes. So if you really need like that purge detox, mm-hmm. um, it's like the best plant to go to. From a skincare perspective, elderflower water is a great astringent for the skin. It's also a good stimulant. Um, sorry, I have a little bit of congestion still. <laughs> uh, it is great for sunburn, acne, um, any kind of like boils or like facial wounds. The word boils creeps me out. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> Also, I would just like to note, if we do not pronounce anything properly, yes, do not come for us. Mm-mm. We are from New Jersey. Yes. We pronounce things differently here. A whole lot. The and then it it's like, I'm Spanish. <laughs> well, I'm indigenous from Cuba, so I have my Cuban and New Jersey yeah. mixed together. So, yeah, don't hold anything against us. Um, information, however, is factual this is real experience and we do look up the cultures yes very well researched my mood is in capricorn i do not net stingy on the research (laughs) the words may not be perfect the goddess names may not be perfect (laughs) but i am not stingy on the research did you know there's one thing about the skin um this one caught my attention it's probably the only one i wrote down because because of lupus and the inflammation i'm supposed to be this nocturnal being, I yeah. can't be in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do have skin product with elderberry, and the SPF is up to 1.88. Oh, so it works, and it's natural. That's pretty epic for yeah. a natural SPF. So I'm going to be making that. But it <laughs> also has too. cooling properties, too, on the skin. Oh, that's interesting. So it's good for bruises, too, I guess, kind of similar to Arnica in some ways. Yes, that would make sense. The one thing that you do have to be careful about when it comes to elder is that it can be poisonous. Yes, it is poisonous. So, very, be very careful. Don't just, like, take the berries and pop them in your mouth. Yes, especially uh, in red elder. Yes. The seeds are poisonous, but the poison comes from the roots. Yes. So if you look up information about elder, a lot of the... Advice will talk about only using young leaves of the tree. Yes, and the way like indigenous cultures has only one sun year. Yeah. So less than a year old. Because as, as it continues to grow, more and more of the, the poison from the roots will go into the leaves. Mm-hmm. So definitely um, you have to cook it. You have to cook the berries Um, If you use the bark for any reason of the leaves, you have to know what you're doing. Don't just grab a plant and, you know, start popping it in your mouth, tasting it, cooking it, and putting it in your plates if you don't know um, what its history is, especially if it's poisonous. And this one, you wouldn't even think it's poisonous. Yeah, especially with how helpful it is. And how popular it is as well. I wouldn't, if someone would be, well, they sell it everywhere, like Whole Foods mm-hmm. or a lot of witches but make you it. You think a strawberry was poisonous? I did actually didn't know that. No, I, I mean, it's not. Oh, 
I'm like, it's not. I'm like, holy saying, like, shit. Because I didn't it's, know. So, it's so prevalent, you know? It's everywhere. Did you see so. my face? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Where did that come from? Take no, my no, masters away think, from me. <laughs> so you wouldn't think, like, something that you could yes, get so get easily. It. Yes, that's exactly poisonous. true. You wouldn't think that, and then you just never know. I think the prettiest things are always poisonous. Yeah. That's that's usually how it goes. Yeah, especially. Well, maybe that's the Venusian aspect. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty, but it'll fucking kill you. It would kill you, for sure. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.